0: I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. We're talking about
1: Twitter.
0: Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. You better be willing to to do unique things in order to expect unique results, and, and that's just life.
2: Just because you're the infinite and mesmeric light of eternal consciousness shining through the glistening but fractured lens of the individual human experience, doesn't mean that you shouldn't enjoy high quality internet content. High quality internet content directly into your ear. It's what Jin's talking about the conversation about the Steelers conversation and there's always a con- is it a conversation or is it just a shouting match uh,
1: I-, I think it's kind of like a non--stop scream <laughs> it's just um if you could yeah if uh, if the if that painting was a gif that moves yes. that would be there was, if the guy was waving a terrible towel the scream out oh okay it, like I that, like that. that that sort of I Do we think we've that got any fits. graphic
2: designers <laughs> It's what Jens, oh I said that, it's already, you already know it's what Jens talking about. I'm Kyle Kreiss, I'm here with Greg Manavins. Hello! And we are in that, where it's in murky, is it murky waters? I don't know, it's that time where not everyone's sure whether they should be outraged or uh, you know, super excited because we don't know who these new names and faces are. But you know, I some some people on the uh, on social media are like, we just got the best people ever, and then other people are their typical Steeler Nation selves.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. I think we're in that that I think I like how you said gray area. I, I think it's like I would say murky water where everyone where there's a lot of people that want to be mad but haven't quite coalesced around a reason why to be mad yet. Yeah, they're Give looking for a few for it. days. Give yeah. them a week and we'll figure it out. But for now, they're not too sure. We ju-
2: you know, they just need to listen to another 90 minutes of the 93.7 The Fan. And then they'll know exactly <laughs> who to be angry at. Um, and how coming up in the second half we will break down you know if you heard coach Tomlin on Ben's podcast I'm not I'm not gonna be like sports Center highlighting it for you but mm-hmm. I'll, the moments that people aren't talking about so maybe that's antithesis to what our mission here is because we're usually talking about the things that people are talking about
1: right well mm-hmm. I mean it, it, it's yeah it's a, but when we can we do like to direct the conversation to hopefully more <laughs> fruitful venues
2: signpost up ahead you've entered the Twilight Zone <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the tweets. Because it's... God season! God! Some people are angry. I, I, I celebrate when I do that sound, but some people are angry. Kind of like... At Steelers Convo, Steelers Convo, I just hate how the Steelers always get the knockoffs, right? <laughs> when are we going to sign like a Dax or uh, when are we going to sign a, you know, a Peyton Manning in free agency? We never get, we always get these knockoffs. Who are these, who are these guys? I've never even heard of some of these guys. But it's free agency season. Technically,
1: they're all knockoffs. Each no of them one were from somewhere else. It's not they have to be knockoffs.
2: It, that's what free agency is. They're all unwanted toys. Everyone <laughs> is a used parts or accessories, or just uh, or unaffordable. Or, you <laughs> yes, know, yes. Um, mm-hmm. you know all these knockoffs. Uh, well, let's get to the good news about mm-hmm. some of these knockoffs. Mm-hmm. At Next Gen Stats, Next Gen Stats. I always rely on Next Gen Stats. <laughs> Peterson was targeted just nine times on 111 man coverage snaps in 2022, allowing three receptions for 30 yards. So it's almost like, uh, only thing better than intercepting a pass is never having a pass thrown your way <laughs> that does seem
1: uh, uh, very fruitful particularly with this team I mean this this just seems like the good next gen stats there are times I look at that Twitter feed <laughs> and think okay you guys invented this stat just because you needed to have another tweet today I've absolutely <laughs> thought that looking at but this seems like a good one I mean I am right now as we sit here in uh, mid-march on the near St Patrick's day I am quite comfortable with the Peterson signing.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, the pedigree is their Former pro bowler, you know, the uh the... Apparently a Hall of Famer already, which oh, is
1: really? I, I keep hearing it. I listen to, you know, Williamson on Kavosovic's podcast. He says, "Look, I think this guy's one of the 10 to 15 greatest cornerbacks of all time." Ooh, at uh, towards ooh. the end of his career, and I'm thinking like, "Okay, maybe I mean not to be, you know, Steelers historian and all that, but I mean, I remember watching that game against the Patriots in the fog where Woodson looked terrible, and as a kid I thought, "Okay, get rid of him." And and then I regretted that for the next decade of him being very successful in a different role in other teams, and maybe this is where the Steelers do right by
2: that. Okay, this is this is making up for the Woodson era, right? I don't era. know. If I mean, that's, I
1: don't know if that moves means moving Peterson to safety someday, but it. Uh, but right now, I mean, it's you know you can't you you can't do anything about somebody throwing a lot of money at someone else, and Peterson
2: seems as Peterson seems as good a plan as any. Well. You haven't, uh, you haven't been in touch with Steeler, the Pulse of Steeler Nation <laughs> at Renegade Adam, Adam Steele. My man is 32 years old, bro. OMG. This is kind of outside of the typical, you know, the Colbert era. We never mm-hmm. saw those over 30 uh, free agents. So this is, I guess, an outlier in that aspect. But, um... Yeah, I mean, you know, thirty-two isn't I mean, you know, Joe Hayden played
1: in his thirties. He was around that, but I and and I think this just kinda gets back to what I was saying a minute ago. I think this might be one of those genuine exception proves the role kinds of things because there really aren't many guys like this. A Hall of Famer, that a future Hall of Famer. That's obviously not his best anymore. Guy had a good season for the Vikings. I mean, it's not. Like, I mean, sure, he's not what he was, but he's not exactly uh falling off a cliff here. Someday he might. I don't know. But it, um, there just aren't a lot of guys like this that ever become available at this point. So I think that it's I could live with thirty two, thirty three, even thirty four at the end of this contract. Okay, well, isn't that where it ends? I think. Yeah, yeah, years. I suppose no. so.
2: Well, yeah, and it and it's kind of sounds like he's saying this is his last contract. He's saying, right. yeah. Um, uh, well, what about at Reggie underscore B-Flow Steeler Reg? Man, we do this trust-the-process-ish every year. I'm not even downtrodden about Sutton leaving, but let's keep it 100. We could have matched that deal. He was key. Oh, how did we let Sutton go? I remember a year ago, most of Steeler Nation was like, oh, we can't trust Sutton to cover um, this guy or that guy. He's only a slot corner. Yeah, T. Higgins on Sutton. What? Oh, I fired Tomlin, you know? But now we need to fire Khan because we didn't even match that uh th- what was it 3 years t- 21 guaranteed million
1: 21 million guaranteed for Cam Sutton I mean that is that's that's way more than I thought it was I think that's way more than anyone thought it was going to be I mean this is this is probably one of those things where you think hey it's a shame you're leaving but congratulations like you yeah. earned <laughs> this that they that someone was willing to pay you that walk uh uh in uh, success there you know
2: yeah just I mean it's you know Detroit although Detroit is turning around you just kind of hope that he's not like a a, you know a cut casualty a year from now that's they, exactly
1: what i was thinking. Yeah. I, I i i you know that i think it, long in the distance if you hear the train coming down the tunnel it says
2: void years, yeah, void years. and there are there are void years in there um, uh, i'm sure there are with that 20 million in his pocket today but man even the you know even the insiders were hating all this at B Pryor, Brook Pryor, call me crazy, but the draft and develop strategy works best if an organization actually retains the talent they draft and develop. Ah, oh, uh, well, technically Sutton got his second contract last yes, year, right? This isn't a, this. We already technically did extend him one contract.
1: Yes, and you can't pay everybody. I mean, it, and you can't pay everybody the highest level. You want to be in a position where you can't pay everyone you draft and develop the highest amount. That's the entire point of getting these good guys. It's, you know, yeah, you could. I mean, and maybe if they get Sutton, and I know maybe they could have paid for Sutton, but and I know there's all kinds of calisthenics and stretching you can do with a salary cap, but, geez, there's some other holes on his team too, and I'd like to address them in some other way with Patrick Peterson versus hoping Cam Sutton can also play inside linebacker.
2: It's just, yeah you know especially you know one of them goes down and then all of this is like now it's like Trey Norwood and, oh yeah uh, no,
1: now they're yelling well why didn't you pay for James
2: Pierre <laughs> like you know um let's go let's uh let's let's how about the poll here at the bets 93 Jeremy Betts is Pat Peterson an upgrade over Cam Sutton Fifty two point eight percent. Yes. Forty seven point two percent. No, it's uh, it's basically 50 50. It's almost like we don't know. Right. It's almost like (laughs) it's not quite St. Patrick's Day. uh,
1: I do. And this could be overly optimistic on my part. I mean, I think someone I saw a clip or something from at some point Ike Taylor had said something like he saw Patrick Peterson years ago and he's like he looks like LeBron if LeBron played corner. And I kind of oh. think Patrick Peterson might be one of those that, like, oh, you see these stats and all that. But when you actually see the guy, whether it's even in, like, a training or practice thing, you're like, wow, look at this freak of nature, even at 32.
2: Oh. I imagine
1: that might kind of change the pool a bit. But who knows? That could be overly optimistic. You they got just, me
2: excited now about that. LeBron in the backfield the backfield. I whatever? mean, that in was Ike's words.
1: And Ike, you know, certainly knows his stuff at the— uh,
2: I'll, I'll take it. That's what I'm going to start telling people. Okay, mm-hmm. how about... we? Because we, it's not just all uh, Pat Peterson talk. How about... Nope, wrong sound. How about... <laughs> At Zachary Smith, PGH, Zachary Smith. A.Q. Shipley Lee, really talking up the Steelers signing of Nate Herberg on the Pat McAfee show. Nasty Nate... Herberg, uh, more like, or her big, more like He-Big. I,
1: I mean, honestly, He-Big is, is a better nickname than Nasty Nate. It, it feels weird as a grown adult in the year 2023 to refer to somebody unironically as Nasty Nate. But that they could also maybe use some Nasty Nate, because it seems like Nasty Nate is here to, at worst, provide depth, at best, compete with Dotson and or Green for that other guard spot, and that's... Fine, compete. I mean, that's what Mason Cole was here to do, and he did a fine job once they figured it out.
2: That seems to be the question. Like, at David M. Todd, uh, David Todd, he says, Dotson just lost his starting job, and Green just lost his roster spot. Is it that cut and dry, or is this a two dogs, one bone? I, I think it's two and a half dogs, one
1: bone. At, I think Green, you can't rule him out as a dog this year, although it's his dogness is certainly in question after this past season. But uh, but I can't imagine, you know, I mean, maybe Tomlin thinks, hey, boy, we struggled with his Herbig guy in the second half of that game against the Jets last year. This guy may have the, the pull position right now, but I'm sure Dotson will have a chance to compete for that position just because he has been the starter for a couple years.
2: And everyone's been, you know, like, oh, this is a, uh- uh, this is a Weedle Andy Weedle. He's a Philly guy and all this, like this Andy Weedle hype. I, which I'm not buying into. I, I texted. Um, I know, a, I know one of the EPs at the Yes Network, and I was uh-huh. like, because because this guy, because he, Herbig was a Jet, right. Too, and I was like, is this is he any good? And he was like, I think so. So I, you know, I'm, let's not uh, rush to conclusions yet on this. Uh, you know, this guy isn't a proven, uh, he, right? You know.
1: I think that's just it. At worst, he's another guy that, you know, when should something happen, unfortunately, he can step in there. And again, you know, to steal, you're not going to be the the healthiest offensive line in the league two years in a row. That's yeah, the odds of yeah. that are not... Too great, no matter how things go. So having a guy like Nasty Nate willing to... I, I just assumed, like like the Peanuts character, like there's like a dust cloud that surrounds him when they describe him in such a fashion. And he only has
2: one dance move that he repeats oh, every okay. scene. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: But yes, it. Uh, so I mean, that seems like, worse to worse, that's a guy I'd rather come o- have come off the bench than who even were the Steelers' backup offensive linemen last year. Trent Scott?
2: That like, one t- tackled, J.C. Yeah. Hassenhauer at yeah. uh, center.
1: Right. Right, the the great chef.
2: And Kendrick Green. Green. So,
1: okay, so this already I'm comfortable with this signing.
2: All right, how about. Nope, why do I keep hitting that? At Steeler Country, Tony Serino. The Steelers not bringing back Robert Spillane is legitimately shocking. This was only shocking to me because I, for some reason I thought that he was like some exclusive rights free agent that we had first dibs on. And so I was like, there's no way we're losing him uh, unless we're not interested in him. So then when he signed this and I realized, no, he was really an unrestricted free agent and this was truly a market thing. Uh, I'll amend that a bit. I was legitimately
1: shocked that... I, I am surprised the Steelers didn't sign him, but um, what legi- was legitimately shocking is the Raiders spent so much. Yeah. I mean, not that it's like this is going to screw up the cap situation for uh, uh, the silver and black, but $4 million guaranteed for Spillane. I mean, I was stunned. I mean, congratulations. What an accomplishment in life, that guy. I mean, that's whatever you thought of him as a player. This is a success story. This is a real American dream. Right, yeah, he leveled yeah. up, leveled up. We should have played this if you had the star theme from Super Mario Brothers, the invincibility. We'd have accepted that too. Oh. But the
2: one up is fine. The We're, one up uh... is fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Rob's, keep your Spillane jerseys because uh, yes. that, he's a keeper. Uh, but you know, we mm-hmm. okay, so we chose to replace Spillane, and mm-hmm. uh, some of the verdict is like at Kevin Adams, 26, Kevin Adams. Let's just call this a slightly better Rob Spillane. Still not a guy you want to see in coverage. We're talking about new Steeler linebacker Cole Holcomb. Mm-hmm.
1: Which sounds like, uh, again, random name generator just happened to settle upon this name. It, um, yeah, I mean, maybe I don't want to see him in coverage. Okay, uh, not everyone is supposed to be doing coverage, but I- I'm fine with this because one, you needed somebody and uh, there weren't a lot of dance partners left at this point. And two, you did re-sign KZ. You may still get Edmonds, and it's not like the only guys that can cover somebody over the middle have to be your inside linebackers.
2: I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I would love Edmonds to uh, come back, and yeah, I would kind of f- f- fulfill some of that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, uh, what do you, what do you think? Then are we done? I guess we, maybe we shouldn't. We'll talk draft in a minute. Are we done with uh, an, an inside linebacker? Or I,
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if they signed someone else, just because you know now we're getting into the point. Where like it's it's and I forget who worded this on Twitter because boy I thought of it boy that's such a good point we're kind of at the point free agency where the balance of power shifts from the players to the teams because now you're thinking about man am I going to get a job as a player not so much as the team thinking am I going to get a guy and that's where you might start to see another because I feel like and correct me if I'm wrong about this this is around the time where they started to look at people like KZ. Who was like, you know, not bad who were pretty decent players, but didn't get him on the first day because it was where's this guy gonna go, et cetera, et cetera. You know.
2: Yeah, I can't remember KZ. I just remember Edmonds was late. I was a late in the game one, right? Yes. And it was a one. And year. even Jack
1: was a few days after the uh, the initial thing there. And someone else could get caught. I mean, I, I do think they might bring in another guy just because as as we were talking on the way up here, you know, it hit me early on here Cole is not here to write like replace our memories
2: of Ryan Shazier, he's here to replace Spillane yeah 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 okay uh one last thing on holcomb we didn't really talk much uh at at by josh carney josh carney in regards to new steelers linebacker cole holcomb according to pro football reference he allowed 135 receptions on 180 targets <laughs> for 1200 yards eight touchdowns passer rating against of 100.35 so it's it's uh if If you see this guy on the field, you might want to throw at him.
1: Yes, that's sort of the thing. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking, as you were reading that, I was thinking, geez, I don't know what the secondary in Washington was. But the defensive front was pretty strong. It was that big kid from Ohio State and then that guy they gave the huge contract to. So, I mean, it's so they were probably getting some pressure in Washington. And these guys were still completing these passes. So it um so yeah so I that, that I think there might be more to be done at in inside linebacker whether it is here in free agency or also in the draft right it, so if
2: you if you were the fan that was like I can't believe Rob Spillane is covering T Higgins one on one save that energy for Cole right Holcomb. exactly <laughs> yes when he's running
1: after J K Dobbins at uh, absolutely Max Williams at um mm-hmm. well
2: it's not just new names of course the Steeler way is to bring back some of the old names. see the names will all change in those other towns but the main Steelers way except for this year seems to stay around don't need to go around and shop because we know just what we got welcome back this is a product of your journey i'm thinking i'm back and your journey's not over yet the show goes on So I thought we'd have more of this, uh, but it's a little bit different this year under Mm Khan. But the, the biggest name on the block is coming back at Wingo Z, Trey Wingo. This is so great. Joby literally took up football in high school because he was over 350 pounds as a sophomore from eating crap and playing video games, likely targets. His parents got him into into football to try and save his life. Now he's set for life. I didn't know that about him. Uh, I didn't
1: either until you read this. This this might be my favorite tweet you've ever read on this show. <laughs> I mean, this is what a wonderfully inspirational story. Because like it's somewhere, there's like some nerd, I don't know if they're listening to this or thinking, they're like, man, I can't do anything. Oh, yeah, I should be a football star.
2: <laughs> yeah, Why like
1: didn't I think of that sooner? I'm overweight and
2: love video games. Why don't I become a, a all-pro level? Right, right. I yeah. should go to the National Football League. What am I doing playing Final Fantasy? I was thinking more of a GoldenEye. I, I picture him as a GoldenEye guy. Or is well, that, I mean, is but that... see, I don't know the age. This guy, yeah. how,
1: I mean, this guy, if he's like 28 or something, he's playing GoldenEye on, an, on a ROM or emulator. Oh, I mean, okay, it, okay. Th- Right? I mean, just look at the, if I'm going by the time or with somebody's older brother or cousin. that. Uh... Well, I like how, you know, he was overweight at 351. What's he now? He's like three, probably. <laughs> right. I, I mean, that's, that's sort of kind of. Unless he hit puberty at like eighteen, I mean, it's as a sophomore. A lot of folks are kind of. I mean, maybe not everybody, but it's sophomore, you've done a lot of the growing height wise.
2: You're going to do right. I mean, most kids, I would think. I, I think it, it, when you're this kind of athlete, you. I don't think you right. have those late growth spurts. Exactly. Don't know. But
1: I just love that idea. Like, oh man, I, I have been looking for something to do. I guess I'll go be a football star. That seems, you yeah. know, I was going to. It was either that or speech and debate. Yeah, yeah it
2: worked out for us, but not. <laughs> everyone <laughs> not everyone is happy because oh gosh how many times am i gonna do I, that I think today it still counts <laughs> at steel dad steel dad larry odiel has me torn an absolute position of need when healthy he was really good when healthy being the key words here what he only had like one sack but you know no one counted It's not case. what they're paying him to do yeah no one counted Casey Hampton sacks. No, because I think he had like five over the course
1: of his career. But it, um, but... and the and the price was steep. Right, and it's it's. I don't know whenever I I mean two things one you know three things one yes his injury thing can be a concern in the age and all that Two, the Steelers know his health better than anyone else and three this this feels like one of those signings of a real uh 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 you know um living in uh uh, uh not living in our fears if you're worried about a guy getting hurt you're not li- you're living in your fears you know we didn't even talk about this but it just kind of hit me now as we're saying this you know Peterson has said in the past he wanted to go somewhere to play for a Super Bowl yeah he wants, here he he wants the bling yeah right and it's so I mean and and, and we've kind of been a few years without that. Someone signing with Pittsburgh because that's not impossible. Whereas like we're, you know, the fact that these guys are kind of sticking around for this and certainly the money's good means that maybe that that window is ever so opening a crack again, you oh, know, the time I is mean, right. just, that, just that those guys are willing to do that. Just to, when's the last time you heard somebody sign with his team and actually say that? I mean, sure. You get a lot of how great ju- Tomlin is.
2: Juju ju- ju- ju, uh, yeah. ju- ju for Ben's final year. Yes. I don't know what Melvin Ingram. I don't know. Or not Melvin Ingram. Yeah. But would, yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he, I'm sure he's. But see, that's because the way you could couch that when the team wasn't so great was
1: you say A. Tomlin or B. Tradition. Those yeah. are the keywords uh, instead of saying Super Bowl window. But um. But yeah. So I mean, it's you know I'm sure other places would have had Larry O. I mean they they did overpay for him. But I mean uh, they didn't overpay. They paid more than I think a lot of people might have thought. But again, they know They know what the value. The Steelers put a number on you. If you if you go over that number, you end up in Detroit, and that's what that did
2: not happen here. Yeah, and they and then they also looked back and said oh, Isaiah Loudermilk. And right, said, exactly. yes. Isaiah uh, Loudermilk. yes. Uh, call up the uh, call up the bank. <laughs> we need another line of credit. Um, we talked a little bit about KZ. I want Terrell Edmonds back. Enough said. Um, yeah,
1: I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I find it hard to believe this is absolutely means Edmonds won't be back. I mean, it, but I do think with Edmonds you could see what happened with Sutton. Somebody says, hey, this guy's been steady performer for a long time. Let's throw more money at him than Pittsburgh is willing to spend. Let's go over Pittsburgh's number, and he ends up there. I
2: could see that unfortunately happening. I go back to what Vince Williams said just be the dime. You know, don't you like you like you're going to be the dime linebacker? You're not going to be a 70 snap. A guy, you know, right. in a game anymore, uh, be the dime or although, you know, maybe uh, between him and Casey at the starting at the starting safety spot, maybe I want Edmonds for the run stop, and then Casey comes in in some of these other packages, right? You know? And I
1: think that, and I think you're just getting to what's so neat about P- uh, Peterson and Casey and Minka is that you can do all kind. Co- We're back to doing exotic things again versus hoping TJ Watt can beat eleven guys holding him himself.
2: Unique things, and and no one's gonna make Peterson look better than Watt, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, in Cam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. We're, oh, we're we going long again. Um... <laughs> well, it's amazing how that happens when we have something to talk about. Yeah. Well, enough of miscellaneous. I don't even want to bring up OBJ. O- 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 I would say I am
1: fine with the Steelers signing OBJ if he pays for that Bitcoin price he did with the Rams when he was making <laughs> like
2: 50K or whatever. I only to, I would only give it credit because uh, Brian McFadden was interested.
1: Hey, so. and Brian McFadden, all of a sudden, he made the big se- uh, the play against the Colts and he made the big play to- Peterson <laughs> yeah I think
2: that had a I think that had a, a role it had to, yeah. how
1: could it not how yeah. could it
2: not yeah, exactly how could it not mm-hmm. the world may never know unless one of these insiders just asks him i don't know all right coming up in the second half we'll talk some mocks it, I, you know mock season is here i mean it
1: is free agency started we have to cave
2: in and then we'll talk tomlin on ben's podcast the stuff that you need to know about <laughs> not the be you know i don't care about oh that's an ipa that's a get, all right um,
0: all right well, coming up in the second half
2: all right it's the second half of what jen's talking about and it's time for our favorite time of year least favorite i don't know actually some of these like some of the, some of the, i look at these mocks sometimes and i'm just like eh. i'm gonna pa-. And this one makes no i'm passing. Right, i'm not right, even I'll, right you can see that first yeah. pick and bail Because all these mocks have so many names All across their boards But they're all the same Like draft knots Like even BTCS was like Look at draft knots I was like what? All these drafts The I lost the word Something something But it's mental masturbation
1: (laughs) It's your fault for trying to be insightful Between lyrics
2: Yeah I need to write new lyrics There's only one way there's only one way to bop. <laughs> okay. No, I've got like vocal cord nodules or something. Can't hit these notes. Like all the commenters like to point out on the uh, on the iTunes feed. Okay. Mock season. Is free agency's here. Mock season is here. Although some of these mocks uh, take place before all of the free action action has Uh gone down. But let's start with, at S. Goran Doran, Doran Dickerson, Steelers will still draft corner at 17. So even though we've got, uh, uh, you know, our day one free agency signing at corner, uh, corner still on the board at 17.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, it's not crazy at all. It's, I mean, if unfortunately Edmonds goes, I could see them drafting that, What's that? That guy from Alabama, that branch—that's like the safety corner hybrid guy. I mean, I think, you know, those kind of some kind. I think that's not crazy at all. Just because it's, just because that's something you kind of can't replicate elsewhere. The the number one corner. I mean, it's almost in its own way becoming like the number one quarterback, the number one pass rusher, like the kind of thing that you know it's so hard to coach up in other rounds. You sort of got to get those
2: rare guys when they fall. Especially if it's the guy you like, right? Yes. If it's uh you know mm-hmm. um is this is this confirmed or not? Uh at Steelers win one oh nine, Minka Berg Steelers. Also, if you needed confirmation that the Steelers are looking to draft a corner first round, they passed on Ramsey for a third-round trade, so they're definitely drafting a guy. Would you have gone a third-rounder? for? That's what, I guess, the what, who got him? Miami? The Dolphins, yeah. Third-round pick for, you know, the best corner or whatever? Well,
1: what, I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the stats. At this point, I'd almost rather have Peterson. I mean, Ramsey's been around. not exactly 22 years old either. However old he is, too. Wasn't Ramsey's contract ridiculous? I mean, I'm sure you can make these things work, you know, in terms of void years and buying you out of this and this and this. But, I, I mean, Ramsey sure. – Sure, it's exciting. It's another name you've heard of. But of all the Peterson criticisms you've heard right now, they'd be amped up to like 11 with Ramsey.
2: Um. Okay, how about... You know, because if we're not going corner, everyone wants to go O-line. But mm-hmm. at the Pony Express, Andrew Filippone, breaking the Steelers will not draft big tackle Peter Skoronski. Guaranteed. Tomlin and Khan skipped his pro day. Sent... uh Since he says sent a minion. It was an offensive line coach. Yeah. Every Steelers first round pick since 2010 has had Tomlin or Colbert at his pro day. The Skoronsky dream has died, my friends. I mean, this, for once, you know, a clock has to be right twice a day. And I think Filippone might be onto this. I think
1: you're right. It's the old onion thing about worst person you know is uh, correct about something (laughs) or whatever it is. But yeah, I think that's, you know, and this is here for a reason. Now, that's not to say if somehow the Skoronsky guy fell they wouldn't strongly consider it, but I mean, it, it's it's usually this is typically how it goes. I mean, they know what's going on in other places. They know what's going on internally. I, I think they'd be kind of surprised if the Skaronsky drop.
2: It would be it would just be a new precedent under yes. Khan, certainly. And it would you would never it would really throw a wrench in off season because what would we Absolutely. talk about if we couldn't rule out some of that stuff? exactly?
1: And I and I think that and I think were it to happen, it would be. There, like, it would be, again, one of those exception proves the rule kind of things, because something kind of extraordinary would have to happen, I think, for this guy to fall out of the top 16. I mean, it's, you know, what little I've seen about it. They're like, wow, this guy's probably a top five to eight kind of guy. Yeah, I've like, seen
2: 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, between... Combined and free agency, Joey Porter Jr. was getting a lot of more national exposure, so that allowed you know, a lot more mocks were putting him before seventeen. So that mm-hmm. allowed someone like Deontay Banks, the cornerback mm-hmm. out of Maryland to emerge. He was in four mocks mm-hmm. this week. And so he leading the way as far as um as far as uh, new, you know, new players in the game, because mm-hmm. we're up to we're up to forty-one mocks, forty-one that I'm counting. You yeah, can, you can go to this mock draft database, and they put every obscure. But I'm only putting Steelers specific or Good. national media. Excellent. uh it, that's it, what you learned and what you yeah. did last year. Some and some some you know outliers. I, I play it by feel. I'm like Tomlin. Yeah. I play it by gut. No mm-hmm. analytics here. Attaboy. So anyway, we're at forty-one mocks. Uh, 18 different players at pick 17...
1: I mean, I I'm of the opinion now, and again, I can shift based entirely only on vibes that Porter will be gone by the time the Steelers get up there at 17. That, okay. that, I'll put okay. my little chip in for that now. Uh, and of course, I'm willing to be moved by propaganda based on again nothing <laughs> changing between now. Uh, has Penn State had their pro day? I don't think they have yet. Not yet, not and, yet. Um, so it, uh, so yeah, but it, um, so I mean, I would be surprised if Porter was there. I think they'll take him if he's there. I don't think he's going to be there. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Banks again, the Branch guy, but they so long between now and then at um that we don't exactly know but i again someone in the secondary some kind maybe that you know even still maybe the big d lineman out of clemson that they like at brise but he might be there at 32 at um it's nice to not know or not have the clear idea i mean last year you know we thought it would probably be a quarterback but we thought it would be willis at because that's what the vibes told us the year before that there was no suspense whatsoever it was going yeah. to be Najee. but um but yeah at, there were three um, quarterbacks you know it was, yeah. it was
2: Kenny, well, it was Willis, and then it was also Kenny and the... Um, the Atlanta
1: guy that the only got up after, what's his name, after yeah. Mariotta's like, you know what, I don't like sitting on the bench, and then just left town. <laughs> so now, you know... He's it, the only reason I want to see that documentary, by the way. I mean, I don't care about Mahomes, but about <laughs> Mariota just being like, peace out. Anyway, not to dis- <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, yeah by the, uh-huh.
2: the, the far ahead favorite is still Joey Porter with 11 mm-hmm. mocks. You've got... Deontay Banks, the corner at Maryland with four. Mm -hmm. You've got Broderick Jones, the tackle out of Georgia with four. Darnell Wright, the tackle out of Tennessee, with three. Mm-hmm. That score. That with two. Mm-hmm. Who uh, we think we can eliminate, and there's still an edge out there. Nolan Smith, the edge out of Georgia. I think the Georgia Pro Day was uh, yesterday.
1: And, and Tomlin, and you know half of uh, you know Pittsburgh Steelers were there uh, from what I understand. But also doesn't. I thought I heard maybe on SNR or something Smith doesn't just play outside. He can play some inside too. Okay. I thought I heard. That. Okay, that's the only reason where I'm like, okay, maybe that's not so so crazy if you're doing like best athlete available, and we can change him and have them play wherever it, um,
2: i thought i should start taking keeping tabs on picks 32 because you're it's a basically a first round i mean yes. you know so it would be any other year yeah we've got 20 20 you know not everyone is going past the first round yet but we got yeah. 20 mocks that are picking 32 we got mm-hmm. 12 different players and the four front runners so far deontay banks the corner who's some Pick us at seventeen. Right, we've got three uh, mocks giving us him there at thirty-two. Uh, then three mocks giving us this guard out of Florida, Osiris Torrance. What a name! <laughs> the uh, the uh, the tackle out of Ohio State, Darwin Jones, and. Some people don't like this guy, but he's getting. I knocked. was about
1: to say that too about how much people really seem to not like him.
2: Kali Ringo, the corner out of Georgia.
1: <laughs> P- people seem to get real bent out of shape on Twitter already, and it's like in such a way that, like, obviously we're used to seeing people be bent out of shape and angry on Twitter, but like in a way that you look at, it like, wow, I don't have context for this. Like you stare at it, like dogs in <laughs> a fan when they get mad about this Ringo guy.
2: I haven't watched enough Georgia
1: football, right? To, uh... I don't. What I will say is I don't see Georgia football either. But every time I see Georgia football,
2: they're. Winning something. Yeah. That's the one thing I know. At um <clears throat> All right, enough mocking drafts. Mm-hmm. Let's get to Tomlin. On Ben's podcast, it was not you know I I was looking forward to it like it would be that like the next pivot. It wasn't quite the pivot. Well, the pivot such it's crazy
1: expectations. That was so good.
2: Yeah, and they were and that was um it was a little more intense. This was a little more laid back. Ben isn't mm-hmm. that, have that same intensity, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. They're drinking beers. Why would they? They got the goofball uh, sidekick. Trent Taylor but- doesn't struck me as a guy that drinks a lot of beer. I mean, just going back to the pivot. Like- <laughs> well, all right. So we'll just we'll, we'll go mm-hmm. over some highlights. Uh, first Mm -hmm. off he doesn't do he even though he's on social media he doesn't post his own stuff he's got clapping right he's got his assistant Teresa she posts that stuff absolutely um I like him more already
1: and I didn't think that was possible
2: (laughs) so I'm thinking back remember when was it Coates and Martavius Bryant when they were getting to that back and forth and then Tomlin tweeted settle down boys yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) so he had to text his assistant uh hey Teresa will you please tweet out settle down boys
1: (laughs) which also makes you wonder if he texted them individually first and about
2: that it had little effect so he had to go to twitter well he does have a lot of those guys cell phones although he tells a story about nick easton okay. um where he's he's trying to he's seeing something goofy he's trying to hit on this chick and he's seen something and he's trying to text him and he doesn't have his number but so he does have most of the numbers who coaches at clemson now Nick Easton. oh okay yeah okay well i guess mm. joke's on uh, tom and then <laughs> So, you know, it's all about, he says he's the most regular beer guy, Tomlin, because they're all drinking these fancy beers. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, no crap. We saw you at the Penguins game <laughs> where he's drinking true. like Keystone Light or something. Blue or whatever yeah. they had. Yeah. So they're drinking these like fancy IPAs. And so Ben has to go and bring him a Coors Light to wash it down. You know, those, uh, clean his palate with, the, uh, with a Coors Light. So he made eight grand his first year as a coach. Which wow. is ninety seven? 97. That's not even though you might say, "Oh, that's a long time ago for you, young listeners." That's it's eight thousand that yeah. dollars. Yeah, you're still uh, you're still working at. Uh Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're still working at Amazon, I guess, on the during the summer for that <laughs> one. Yes. And so this was an interesting. I don't know if this ever came up before. It's like, how did he start? He was a wide receiver, so how did he get his start on defense? Because mm-hmm. the only position that was open was at Memphis. It was a defensive position, and that and the coach at Memphis was a William and Mary guy. Oh, so okay. He just wanted any position possible he could take, so he took yeah. this defensive position uh what are the graduate assistant yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah and it's it's and and you know a lot of them do to whatever the graduate assistant and then move on with their life's work but tomlin threw himself into (laughs) it so much that you know he literally taught himself how to be a defensive coach i mean that's and again there's a moral in here that you could take in your own life that you could you know you have to be the most driven person you can you have you know unique uh uh, results and unique work but you also got to
2: know people yeah you also that connections are going to help in everything If more than anything, I mean, you know, I mean, like... Yeah, look at all the look at all the hires, and you can usually find a you know six degrees of Kevin Costner somehow. Yes, you know? mm-hmm. everyone talks about you know Canada you know recruited Dino or Finkner was a right. Memphis guy or something. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what's important. Oh, why isn't just a meritocracy? Because everyone has these kind of resumes, right. but it's you know who that person is as a as
1: a person. Exactly, and you will have to work with them in a high intensity environment with very high stakes and very intimate quarters. And yes, that's why those things matter.
0: Yeah, I've had really intimate relationships with individuals. Intimate relationships <laughs> are I'm more. So important. glad I told you about that sound clip. <laughs>
2: um, he's been binging. You know, even like, what does he binge? Is he watching? You know, Ozarks? No, <laughs> he binges more football. He's been watching XFL. He's been watching a European American League because apparently, this the, you know, my take was the strategy for the NFL is they need to get that big global money. You know, okay, they need that, oh yeah, That's they want that Saudi money. They, keep they making want making
1: people go over to. London once a year now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's been binging European American League football and even a padless football that happens in uh, the Northeast, like East... Uh, Pennsylvania, Easton, or New York, West New York, a padless football, tackle football. I, I believe
1: his exact words were, in it. "Those guys are goons," which I think <laughs> is the nicest thing you could say. And I was thinking about that; I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." And I thought, "Boy, if you ended up in a padless northeastern football league, you you did not end up there by accident. Like that is a choice you have made. Like to come to that world with the American healthcare system and be yeah. a padless football league. Yeah. I, 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 if I heard tablet is watching that, I. I, I would just be two feet taller that day, man. I was in that league. That is great. And, uh, so, um, I also have thought, by the way, kids. are uh, talking about things you could take in your real life. I keep thinking, geez, I got to be as committed to things in my life as Tomlin is with that. You know, people talk about like, okay, I want to get away from work and relax. You know, would be real shine of commitment. You relax by doing something related to your work. Yeah. That's
2: someone that's committed. <laughs> I, yeah, I relax by uh, reading Steelers tweets. <laughs> 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 oh. You don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Like it's just it's just annoying. Thank you, Ben. I thank you. Um, he talked about the Shazir. They asked him about the Shazir moment, and what I found interesting is he said that in that in that instant that Shazir was comforting him, mm. that Shazir was staying calm in that moment and was. Communicating what was happening. And that allowed Tomlin to be able to turn on to the rest of the team and say, let's get back to work and let's, you know, let's keep it going and not free, mm. you know, he was, you know, and not melting down and not, uh, you know, not calling the teams off the field like they did in Buffalo and Cincy. Right, you know? like they did, well, like they did on that same field a few
1: yeah, years later. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I mean, that's, you know, I can still remember, as much as I don't want to, Tomlin's face when uh, watching that and finding out. It, um, I mean, that's, you know, knowing what we know of Shazier and his commitment and character, that's not, I mean, it's it's always going to be surprising. It's not as surprising it might have been knowing who Shazier is. But, um, but, yeah, that's... I mean, that's one of those ones you still don't know how they pulled that out or how they got it together. I mean, that is just—I oh, don't even yeah. like to think about it. Talking about you today, talking with you today, but yeah. it, um, but man, it, um, um
2: I'll—I will play just one soundbite because he did have one piece of good wisdom that could go
0: beyond football, mm-hmm. uh, for anyone. Seek wise counsel, oh. man. Like, like, don't, don't, don't hide, don't hide behind your position. What? Um show true confidence in the seeking of wise counsel. What? Um, that was one thing that I was committed to. What? Um, that's why my staff was constructed the way it was constructed. Hmm. Um, I just wanted to surround myself with wise counsel and what? not my friends. I don't give a lot of advice because these are lonely jobs and you got the job because of your leadership skills, independent thinking, et cetera, belief in self. Um, but I tell them to surround themselves with wise counsel, man, that, that, They better do that. So it's like even that's
2: the wisdom to be like, hey, you're the man, you're the CEO in the position. But hey, I still don't know everything. And Mm -hmm. I need people around me. I need uh, a John Mitchell. I need a Dick LeBeau. I need a, you know, Dunbar. Yeah. You know, I need these people around me because I don't know everything, even though I may act like it in Mm -hmm. front of the reporters or in front of the team. It's part of the
1: job, too. Yeah. And I think it just uh, you're a hundred percent right, and so is Tomlin. And just on top of that, some de- delegation. When you yeah. are in charge of things, you need to be able to trust the people and work with the people so that you can delegate the responsibilities appropriately. And that's
2: the guy you want. You know, yes. it's like, and so all this talk about coordinators and stuff. I don't, you know, I don't. I'd rather have Tomlin and Matt Canada over S- any anyone else. S- um, some quick things. Which defense was better, 0-8 or '10? He chose '10. He said it was the like. He said it was the more physical. It was the hurt you defense. that changed the rules defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I mean, I, I'm sure he's right. My only, you know, my initial contrarian thought was thinking to that Super Bowl where you know Aaron Smith is on the sideline. But I'm assuming Tomlin's going with like the apex lineup of it before folks got hurt and all that. And also that was you know. Great Steelers defense, the season finale. And, uh, you know, after that, there was kind of a reboot of the show. But um, so, I mean, I I see his point. But he is right. I mean, that, you know, if if Harrison hit, if anyone hit uh, somebody like Harrison
2: hit that Colt McCoy, I mean, Mm. there'd be criminal charges today. I just think of, I just go back to the graphic, and maybe, you know, maybe this is a meme influencing reality. I just look at the graphic where they have Dick LeBeau, and it's like, number one rushing mm-hmm. yard defense, number one passing yard defense, number one scoring defense, yes, and that's right. 08, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yes, absolutely, yeah, and it's, and, and I think, yeah, and I think that's right, and I think 08 had a lot of splash because that, you know, the Steelers offense was a little better in 10 than it was in 08, that I think that splash was kind of <laughs> necessary. at
2: um, uh, when did Tomlin feel like it was his team year two? So it's stopped mm. being cowards, players in year two. Okay, enough mm-hmm. said.
1: Right. Oh yeah, and that was also he'd taken them to that playoff game. They'd suffered that heartbreaking loss to the Jags. And um, yeah, I mean that 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 makes a lot of sense. That it uh, it's and also too, it'd be weird if he'd said like the day I came
2: in, like uh, you know. Well, I mean it's just, you know, if he would have said, he could have said, you know what? It wasn't until like year 7 or something. Right. And then you would have been like, well, maybe there's some argument to this Coward players. But he, mm. you know, nope, he didn't. He's not by that. And also I always remember the story about Cowher calling his wife almost
1: in tears in the second day of the job being like, I can't do this. I mean, <laughs> that, you know. Uh,
2: Favorite food? Pizza? Mm-hmm. I, I accept that. I think it might be my favorite food.
1: I mean, it's it's also, like, it's not, a, like, a wrong answer. I mean, it's always be like, oh, no, it's terrible pizza. It's, like, the most popular food for a reason. Like,
2: go-to song. I don't know about this. Simple man, Leonard
1: Skinner. He's mm. a Skinner kind of guy? Mm. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, that sounds like something they probably play inside Akershore Stadium at one time or another. I think, it might be a kind of thing, like, that's always playing somewhere in Pittsburgh. Skinner, yeah. for whatever reason, no. is always playing on some radio station. In Western Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, yeah, I bounce between 102 and then the, the. Actually, if you can get to the if you can get the West Virginia stations, that, that's where the good. <laughs> that's where it's good to see. I thought for sure he would be like a Run DMC or LO Cool J, that type of you've, era. I mean, you've seen him cheering Fight the Power, I mean, when they play yeah. a song. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Skinnard, And his favorite all time player is Mike Irvin. I know he's a receiver, mm-hmm. but like, man, Mike Irvin, if he'd have said Mike Vick, I'd have been cool with it. Well, Mike I
1: would have thought it would be like Art Monk. Oh. I mean, that would have been my guess. I mean, again, a guy in that area, er, you know, Art Monk, an all-time great, you know. But it, uh, but there also might be something, too. I think Irvin also sh- – I mean, you want to talk about someone that watching him abuse you with a sense of swagger. Irvin at his peak would certainly uh, uh, qualify. I think his
2: argument was, you know, he could uh, he could bust a game open at any moment or something. Which you is know? true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so my favorite player is Troy Polamalu, then, because then what... same thing. Um, all right, should we? Uh, do we? T- I don't even. Know. Should we talk a little bit about March Madness? It's like uh, this was a big flop. I thought this. <laughs> I thought everyone was going to be excited <laughs> about this. Of what talking about.
1: Oh yeah! But th- we're always trying something new. I mean, that's that's the that's how th- that's how these things work. You try something new. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's great. and I'm sure the people that enjoyed it enjoyed it. We enjoyed
0: it.
2: Oh, madness. <sighs> yeah, it's still going on. You can vote for round two up at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com uh, or on Twitter at the, at steelc network. I just I thought this would get maybe thousand. You know, I got a retweet from Ike. I got a retweet from Brian McFadden. I thought, yeah, this is something that uh, Steeler fans will mm-hmm. get into. Instead, I get I've been getting more crap because my argument is maybe the immaculate reception isn't the greatest moment in Steeler history because. The standard is the Lombardi standard is a standard. <laughs> to me, in, in a in a way, don't say it's, it's a sacrilege. And to me, in a way, the immaculate reception is the no losing seasons argument of of the seventies. Well, I mean, I, I think. You kind of answered
1: your own question there about like they weren't willing to engage when you came out with the very contrary opinion. But I mean, I, but I do, but I, I mean, but I do see the point. I mean, it's, it's, and I think that gets into, you know, the, which I'm sure we discussed at the time. What is, you know, the greatest play? Is it the one that secures the championship or is the one that sets the foundation, which certainly the Immaculate Reception does? But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think for a lot of people, it's, see, that could be one of those things people go back two months from now just to see all those plays in one place. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think that might be something that kind of gets built up again over time i don't think you want to put it on a short timeline the uh,
2: uh whether or not this is popular or not well it made me think it made me think about some things you know it's, it's like uh i don't know i don't know you know you know that we think about the dynasty as four Super Bowls in the 70s yeah that was an eight-year period maybe there's another dynasty only because this is inspired by deon warren who has what 13 uh, best song nominations, but okay. no Oscar wins, okay? So 13-time okay. Oscar-nominated for best song, okay. zero wins. Oh, So to me, that says... Uh, what would you and, and and she says she'd rather be nominated thirteen times than have one win. Yeah, because it it just shows that she says that's a longer career. And so I'm thinking to reflect that to the Steelers. Well, the '70s dynasty was four titles in, in eight years, and now I'm thinking, well, we've had in sixteen seasons, seventeen under Tomlin, no losing seasons. Maybe that is the true dynasty, and not the. Shorter period with the with the four championships.
1: I mean, I, I remember Dan Marino saying something very similar towards the end of his career, with like, "Would you have traded, you know, having a Super Bowl for you know less of a career than you had?" And he said, "No." At um and it's you know and it's and it's even after he turned down going to the Steelers in two thousand after he was uh, just about done. But um no, I mean it's one of those arguments, and I hopefully it's the one uh, they win soon, so we don't have to have it. All right. Well, I think the
2: band is trying to get on the field. I still think that the immaculate reception's just symbolism. Okay. A couple miscellaneous things, and then we'll try to wrap this up. Starting with... At Pro Football HOF, Pro Football Hall of Fame. New to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The ball with which Kenny Pickett threw the game-winning pass against the Raiders on Christmas Eve. This made Pickett the first rookie quarterback in NFL history to throw game-winning touchdowns in the last minute of back-to-back games. So Kenny's already in the hall. Forget about the Yellow Jackets. Something Ben never did in his uh, rookie year. I had,
1: I did a double take. I had to look at it and make sure it was the Raiders game and not the Ravens game when it happened again in the third game after that. At uh like i was I, I i but but right i mean they didn't they win in the last minute against what was it the falcons before that or who was it no i
2: thought it was raiders and ravens
1: right the rave yeah it uh uh, uh yeah at um right yes absolutely yeah so that, that does make it back to back, yeah. At um,
2: and so Ben does have his jersey from the his last home game in mm-hmm. the hall. So technically, Ben got into the hall before Kenny, right? Although
1: Kenny did it his rookie year. Well, I mean that does make sense considering Ben's what 17, 18 years old. Oh, Yeah, that, okay. That, I so mean, that's, time, I mean, just I mean, I'm just throwing that stat out there. That's you know. All right. Well. Right. Um, Okay, all right. <laughs> no, but point, that is quite No, but that's this is the kind of career trajectory you want to have, where they're continually putting things of yours in the Hall of Fame. That's what you want to see,
2: right? They don't have uh, you know, RG three stuff in the Hall, of do they? I hope not. <laughs>
1: I mean, that guy had a good rookie year, so I mean, it's I don't know. It uh, <laughs> he really did. It, I remember that game where they played against the Steelers and the Bumblebees, and the Steelers escaped. And I remember thinking, man, this guy's going to be great. And then that was not the case. He's very good. He's very good yeah. on Twitter. At, uh, same, at
2: yeah, same, same. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. He was mm-hmm. the Rob Spillane of no. <laughs> Finally, at fb underscore helmet oh. underscore guy fb helmet guy twenty twenty three NFL draft hat leaks and they are even uglier than last year. <laughs> Can we get any good merch? Gosh, it just it. We got to stop
1: this thing of putting things inside other things. If you haven't seen this, it's it's Pittsburgh in small letters and it's Steelers in very large white block letters, and the Steelers logo is in the middle, like E-E-L-E-R, and it's, you know, broken up by the black spaces between the letters, and it is just as hideous as you are envisioning it from what i've described to you.
2: Yeah, if the if the steeler, if the sun was a steeler emblem and your house had windows in the shape of the letters steeler. Yes.
1: This is what would be this is exactly through. this is where you'd be like, "Wow, i should get new windows. Like i should get venetian <laughs> blinds and or a new hat."
2: I'll buy anything. Just make it decent and
1: i'll, you know, ugh. right or even just simpler. I mean, we don't have to put mash so many things together. It's not like like an exotic kind of burger. It's a team logo
2: and name. Or the stuff that they sell. That's the official team gear that I see the player. Ben had that awesome, just the hypercycloids with no circle. That was cool, but that wasn't for sale. That was like team gear only. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, Canada has a decent sweatshirt. Put the stuff that you give the official coaches. And you can even just slap draft
1: 2023 on it.
2: Like, yeah, Orden. Yeah, or don't do that. Right, I, don't wanna, well, I, don't I just thought specific
1: to the draft, but yes, you don't have to do that for the nicer
2: stuff. Okay, so I think that that's wrapped up everything, right? That's what we've been talking about. All right, Coach. Well, uh, we're back to long shows, although last week was an hour and a half show, so we're, I guess we're back to short shows. Um, mock draft season continues. Uh... Mad- March Madness of Steeler moments continues. Follow us on social media, where at least I'll be weighing in on that. You can <laughs> follow me at Kyle Kreis. Greg, are you on socials? Unfortunately, yes. At Greg Benavent, Bias and Boy, E-N-E-V as and Victor E-N-T. Uh Anything to, I can't tease? I was like, anything to tease next week? No. Maybe we'll know if uh... <laughs> uh, that's about another slew of
1: free agents to yell about.
2: All right. So until then.
0: Listen to the advice of your coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school.